Welcome to a Locked On Titans Live. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is time to recap day three of the NFL draft for the Tennessee Titans. They made five selections. I'm going to go over every single prospect, talk about how they're going to fit into the team, and much, much more. Very excited to dive into this day three recap for the Tennessee Titans in the NFL draft. Let's get it. You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Locked On Titans Live. We are doing a day three recap of the NFL Draft. The Tennessee Titans select five brand new players. I'm going to go over all of them, what their scouting report is, how they could fit into the Titans team, what role they could be playing. We're going to have a quick little 10-minute recap here, and then a full draft recap will be available on Sunday night on the YouTube channel, released at midnight into Monday morning on all the podcast feeds. Do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day if this is your first ever listen make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream free and available on all platforms including the Locked on Titans YouTube channel subscribe there smash that notification bell and uh, make sure you throw a thumbs up on the video if you're watching on YouTube right now check me out on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans on Facebook at Locked on Titans pod but what an incredible draft weekend guys all the videos all the support constant conversation with all of you. Uh, been having some audio issues here with the lives lately, so if there are any audio issues that pop up, feel free to let me know. I want to pull Alan's comment up here. He says, props to the front office for saving this year's draft after the last-minute audible by AJ. You're 100% right, Alan. I really do believe that the Titans going into draft weekend expected to keep AJ Brown when they realized he wasn't going to communicate with them. It wasn't going to go the way that they planned. They had to pivot. And they pivoted quickly. So I really like that. But let's dive into these prospects because we're doing a 10-minute recap right now. We're doing a full 30-minute draft recap tomorrow night on the on the YouTube channel. So make sure you guys subscribe. And I'm going to have breakdowns of all the prospects throughout the week. Uh, filmed a breakdown on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. So sink your teeth into all the content that will be coming. It is year-round Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content here on the Locked On Titans podcast. But number one. The first pick of the day, surprising, a running back. It was Hassan Haskins, and I like Haskins. Jay uh, actually asked right here, what do you think about Hassan Haskins? I love Hassan Haskins as a pick for the Titans. He's a downhill, physical bruiser, tough-nosed runner who has a nose for the end zone. At that, he scored 20 touchdowns last year for Michigan. He dominated Ohio State. I watched that game. Uh, I'm a Buckeye, so uh, I was all over that. And to see Haskins just take Ohio State's soul with his physical downhill running, something to behold. Not only that, but he can help on special teams. So that's incredibly critical. He's got over 250 coverage snaps uh, on special teams in college. So I think that that is... That's really special as a value player at the end of the roster for Haskins, who, yeah, Haskins isn't your prototypical passing down running back, but they don't need that with Dontrell Hilliard and Trenton Cannon in the fold. What the Titans needed was a backup bruiser for Derrick Henry to fill that Deontay Foreman role so they can give five to eight carries a game 
to Haskins to keep Derrick Henry fresh throughout the season. We can't have another first nine games of a season where Derrick Henry gets 30 carries a game. So love the Haskins pick there. He's got special teams coverage, versatility, and physical running style to back up Derrick Henry. Love that fit. Next, you go to uh, Chigaconquo. I mean, you guys know if you've been watching the show for any length of time, Chickaconquo is one of my guys. He's Jonu Smith 2.0, and when you have an Austin Hooper and you have a Jeff Swaim who don't have a lot of elite athleticism and don't have a lot of explosion, you have a guy like Chig who has all of that in spades. Not only can he help you in some playmaking situations as a diverse, versatile tight end in year one, year two he gets some more mass, he gets better in the blocking game. You could have him as your tight end one for years to come. So I love that pick. And then, of course, everyone's screaming for a wide receiver. Screaming for a wide receiver. The Titans add another wide receiver. Really happy about this one. It's Kyle Phillips, and that's Phillips with one L. Phillips with one L. I really like Kyle Phillips. I think he can take over in that Chester Rogers role right away. No, he doesn't have elite explosion. He's five foot eleven with short arms and small hands. Nothing about his physicality, nothing about his athletic traits is explosive. But he's got great change of direction, great agility as well. He understands how to get open as a slot guy. He's going to catch the ball. No, he doesn't have as sure hands as a guy like Hunter Renfro, but you're getting some of those qualities. A guy who just really understands how to get open. And it's been universal praise online for Kyle Phillips. I saw uh, one scout talking about the fact that he's going to catch 70 footballs for the Titans in his rookie year because he just knows how to get open and how to help a quarterback. I think that's a bit hyperbolic in my opinion, but I think he could make the he could make the roster and help as the new Chester Rogers. I think that's a a very forecastable role for Kyle Phillips. So a potential really big hit there for the Titans. Moving forward, you got two six-round picks for the Titans that could develop. Number one, a Tennessee Volve. I know a lot of you guys watching are, are from Tennessee, big Tennessee fans. Uh anyways. Uh, moving forward, talking about Theo Jackson from Tennessee. He is like a Dane Crookshank replacement. He didn't have a very good start to his career in Tennessee. He doesn't have great athletic traits. He's not super fast. He's not super bursty. But he's a guy who he's described as a film junkie, understands it. And when Tennessee got a new defensive situation, and he was used as what they call a star defender, where he was a slot guy, he's kind of a cornerback, kind of a safety. You got a guy like that with good physicality. And listen listen to Theo Jackson speak, man. It's You can tell he's a guy who's a film rat. Because he truly understands what his role is going to be. Of course, talking about a six-round pick, Theo Jackson's going to have to carve out a role on special teams. That will be a requirement, as it always is, for the Titans. But not only that, he is a guy, like I said, with good size, good physicality, who has the potential to play that slot position in dime, that Dane Crookshank role. He could be a guy who helps the Titans there. But again, a six-round pick, you're looking for special teams value. Same thing uh, with the Titans linebacker that they drafted with their last pick. Chance Campbell out of Ole Miss, six foot two, 232 pounds. He's an instinctive guy. He'll go after the ball, plays with good physicality, got a good pace to his game. But again, you're taking a guy in the sixth round, not super athletic, not bursty, doesn't give you ideal length either. So there are always downsides to the athletic tools and to the physical traits. But instinctive guy who's going to have to carve out a role on special teams. So to cap off day three here, Fixing my lights as my dog is going a little insane. Shout out Kobe, the pup. Uh, you got Hassan Haskins at running back. 
And then you got Chigakonkwo at tight end, Kyle Phillips at wide receiver, Theo Jackson at safety, and he was a cornerback, but I see him as more as a safety in the NFL, and then Chance Campbell at linebacker uh, to wrap things up. What a class for the Titans. Nine guys on the draft class. We're going to be breaking them all down throughout the week. I can't wait to talk about them all. I still think the Titans need to do a little bit more uh, on the on the veteran market, I guess, at certain positions, especially would like to see another veteran wide receiver, would like to see another veteran offensive lineman, would like to see uh, another veteran at edge rusher, probably another vet at, say, at cornerback if they could have one. But let's see what the Titans do on the undrafted free agent market. I'd be very interested to see what they're able to pull off there. John Robinson always pulls off some good undrafted free agents. Uh, I got to see how the seventh round plays out, but a guy like Haskell Garrett, out of Ohio State, if he were to go to undrafted free agency, I think he could uh, make a lot of sense for the Titans. John Robinson's always picking up good interior defensive linemen. But for the last few minutes uh, of the show here, I just want to take comments from you guys. Take your feedback as we cap off the draft. I'm going to have my full draft recap, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, up on the up on the show tomorrow. Just going to round out a couple more minutes here to cap off day three before your boy takes a fat nap. I mean, I am going to close my eyes, and I don't plan to wake up until noon. Uh, woo. Boy, I'm tired. Biggest value pick of day one and two was Malik Willis at 86. Uh, I'm with you, Alan Cress. I'm with you there. Absolutely. Mr. Clean says he gave J-Rob a B grade for the draft. I think that's where I'm at, too. I think that's where I'm at, too, Mr. Clean. A B grade. Cassidy counters, though, and says, hey, this is the future. I get that. Uh, David, A-, minus. overall really good stuff. I agree with you. It, and here's the thing. It, if we if we take, if you factor in the AJ and the disappointment with getting rid of AJ, then of course you can make this draft grade anything you want. But if you accept the fact that AJ was traded and that was the move that was made, and you look at building towards the future, it's a good draft. I might even go, might even go B+. Plus. Uh, I love this question. Are you sad about getting Haskins over dude from BYU? Okay, so dude from BYU, Tyler Algier, is not, he's not going to play special teams, though. And, you know, the Titans, for better or for worse, you got to play special teams. You got to be versatile. You got to block. The Titans never just want a good offensive tackle. They want an offensive tackle that can also play guard and will also play special teams. And they never want just a good wide receiver. You got to play special teams. You got to block. You know, it, it's always this and that. So I get why they didn't go with Algier. But uh, yeah, pour one out for Tyler Algier and me wanting him to go to the Titans. But I liked Kyle Phillips. Talked about Hassan Haskins in our draft preview running up. And of course, Aconquo was my guy. You guys know that. So I'm overall pretty happy with what the Titans were able to do. It's all about the future now, but but I, I like uh, what was going? On. What's this tight end that we that we dra- like that we drafted? Okay, this is an easy answer. And I hate to over oversimplify it, Jonathan, but Chig Aconquo out of Maryland is basically Jonu Smith 2.0. He's a fast tight end, the fastest tight end in this draft. Actually, he ran the fastest 40 time of any tight end in this class. Uh, he's got good hands, real physical after the catch. He's going to break tackles, get upfield with good speed. It's really like Jonu Smith. That's who people, not even Titans people. That's who people just scouts compared him to. Hopefully we can land an undrafted free agent like uh, Ezzy, uh, Ross, Austin, Drew. I, uh, Gunter. I want Gunter as an outside linebacker, Jeffrey Gunter, 
uh, out of Coastal. I like him. I also would like to bring in Justin Ross. I know that there are medical issues, but an undrafted free agent, I don't, I don't really see a, a lot of risk. Uh, I think by the end of 2023, we're going to look back at this draft and have to praise J-Rob in the front office for keeping the train on the tracks when A.J. bailed and coming away with brilliant picks. Alan, I think you're right. I think that is the takeaway after the draft. I, I think you're 100% right, Alan. That's a very astute point. Cassidy said, do you think Chick needs to put on some masks? Yeah, right now, Chick Conquo is a little light to be playing tight end on every down. He does need to put on some masks. But you get a year in an NFL program as a backup tight end, as the third string tight end, I think he could come out like Jonu Smith, who didn't have a huge role his rookie year. I think he could come out in year two and be the Titans tight end one and really emerge. This mentality is all about availability. I, I think that's fair, too. I think that's fair, too. John Robinson getting a bunch of guys who are available to play some football. But, all right, guys. This has been a great draft weekend. I'm going to do a full recap of the draft tomorrow on the YouTube channel. Be up in the evening time. I'm going to have constant content Monday through Friday for free on the Locked On Titans podcast. This week, we're going to break down the prospects, deep dive into some of these prospects, especially Malik Willis, Traylon uh, Burks. Can't wait to go over those guys. Also, we're going to have to talk about what needs remain for the Titans, what veterans are still out there that could make sense, trade targets. Uh, rookie minicamp is going to start next weekend, or not next weekend, but the weekend after, I do believe. So the Titans are going to be on the field doing things. Picks are looking good. Hopefully they all pa uh, pan out. I agree. Uh, right here, let's go, Titans, absolutely. Uh, hey, I appreciate it, Kalen. I, I appreciate Or maybe you're like Traylon and it's Kalen, not Kalon. I don't know. Uh, Bo Melton just came off the board. Uh, that's unfortunate. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Uh, more knowledgeable than I look. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that, Alan. And I tell you, you know, that's really my job here. Um, in my opinion, I want to... Not everybody, all the time, has the time to cover the team, every in and out, every aspect, and I understand that. So that's what I'm here for, to inform, to educate, especially when we get into the season and stuff like that, guys, I'll start breaking down the film, talking scheme with you guys every single week. That's really the stuff that, that I love the most, uh, but this draft stuff is a close second. Uh, appreciate it, David. Thank you so much, Mr. Clean. Appreciate you as well. Uh, Thomas, thank you. Uh, appreciate all you guys. That's going to do it for me, though. That's it for the draft. Full recap coming tomorrow. Thank you guys so much. Uh, as always, I am your host, Tyler Rowan, and this was Locked on Titans.